Mike, turn your games down. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 214 of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Elberton. And who's skipping the intro with me tonight? Hi, <laughs> <laughs> my name is Barry Carenza. My name is Cole McGrath. I'm better known as the Electric Man of Empire City. And I don't skip my game's intro, Mike. <laughs> Hi, it's Commander Lionheart again. Hello. And welcome back. And Barry, where can people find you at? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Hog Hellfire. Uh, and you can find all the things I do, like Nintendo Fuse and Premium Edition games, you could find over there as well at Nintendo Fuse and at Premium Edition 1 plus PremiumEditionGames.com to purchase all of the physical releases we put out, nintendofuse.com, for all your Nintendo news. And Emmanuel, where my people know you from, or find you? Find me over on twitch.tv slash Commander Lionheart, where I uh, stream a couple of games a couple days a week, and uh, youtube.com slash Commander Lionheart, where we do uh, movie reactions now. <laughs> That's the <laughs> only sole purpose of the YouTube now. All just movie reactions? <laughs> yes, just movie oh, reactions. Okay, and we are here to talk about Infamous 2, which came out in 2011. Developed by Sucker Punch, published by Sony, PS3 exclusive, and still is a PS3 exclusive, I think, correct? Sadly. I mean, you can't play it on the PlayStation Plus premium streaming thing, which used to be PS Now. Uh, I don't know what the hell happened in the past couple of months, but I went back. I hadn't used the, the streaming service since the change in June of last year. And I don't know. I was getting like... Maybe it's for new newer titles like PS4 and PS5 titles that I was having like very bad lag because I I have my my PS5 connected to an Ethernet cable, but it was not good. Like I don't know what happened. I don't know if it got worse again because it used to be good. So no idea. Well, this game just needs to be ported. At this yeah. point, like, just port a collection. So how does it feel to be like the one person that actually used that service? Ah, <laughs> uh, you know, it's I don't know. It's. I mean, there's nothing like paying full price to stream an old game when you could just, you know, buy it used at a fraction of the cost and own it. <laughs> I mean, it's not like I actually do you own it. Like, I, yes, I I own it. It's just I don't want to bust out the PS3. I did actually for those that. So I mean, we made a joke at this as it started off that I'm gonna now have make sense. So I had I had so. So for this title, I, I pull out the PS3, I put the actual game disc in, and I just started playing. And because this game doesn't really have much of a menu system, you just you just mm-hmm. it just picks up where you are. And I had never played this before. I'm like, okay, you know, so you know, never been played before. So yeah, I'm just gonna enjoy it. Little did I know that unfortunately somebody else, <laughs> my my son's uncle, who lived with who lived with me at, at one time, had played this on my profile, started off played the beginning missions, and then just turned off the game and never went back. So when I started the game, I just started right in Numerai, right in the beginning of the game. And I'm like, okay, this is, okay, we're in Numerai. I'm like, they're talking about the beast coming. I'm like, well, that's weird. Like, all right. I, did I forget something when I first played this game? I don't remember. And yeah, it was very strange until it wasn't until after I beat the game that I realized like a week later that I skipped the entire intro of this game. <laughs> that's the yeah. I mean, that, that, that is, I think it's funnier that you didn't realize and you have a new, like, I'm curious your thoughts now on the beginning of the game without that predetermined. Because you mentioned, like, the beefs, you were confused. Yeah, obviously, when you play the intro, you know the beast and, you know, everything going on and why you're in Numerai. Um, mm-hmm. But just being dropped into it, like, what were your thoughts without that knowledge? I mean, I knew the game took place in Numerai. I just had thought that, okay, the end of one beast came, or the beast is coming. He left Empire City because Kessler told him to. 
and he's just here. And I'm like, okay. And we're supposed to go meet a doctor. I'm like, all right, this is a little weird, but all right. Like, am I forgetting something from the end of the first game? Like, it, that's what went through my head. And that's how I took it. I thought I was just missing something that like that. I didn't think much about it. <laughs> Interesting. Well, so, it just shows you that the game is still playable and the story you can get into, even without that beginning part. <laughs> yeah, it does help, by the way. That beginning part makes a lot more sense. But you can play the game and and you figure out enough and just and just kind of go from there like I did. I don't recommend it at all, but you can I do it. Do not recommend it. If you people, if, <laughs> if the game that you're playing doesn't have like a main menu where you can just like press continue, load game, new game, etc., just just make make it, and, and it, it takes you straight into a gameplay. Make sure to like uh, let, let me check out new game first, like. Hit the pause, hit new game. Let's see if it if this is actually the start. Oh, wait, no, it has cutscenes and, you know, kind of almost a recap of what happened in the first game. I also saved constantly and never once did I think about going when it, when it, the, only way to, the only way to do new games, you have to go where it says save game and then you can do new game. Yeah. It, it kind of reminds me of those days, and I'm dating myself, you know, when you would rent the game from like Blockbuster and it was a cartridge base and it would have like someone else's save on it. You know, and it's it was like, ooh, like you gotta get to pick up their profile if you want. Like the first time I played Mario sixty four at home, it was rented from Blockbuster, and someone already had like fifty stars, and I was like, oh, cool, you know. And I'm running around areas that I have no idea what they are, <laughs> levels of you know, like like lethal lava land and stuff. And I'm getting myself killed. I'm like, wow, this is tough. You know what the heck? And I finally decided, you know what? Let me just create a new save file and start over because it, you know. <laughs> You only have like a weekend, so it's like, oh, maybe I should just pick up and try and beat the game. But that's what it kind of feels like. Like it's like a throwback. That's a good way to put it, though. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was interesting. I mean, I I don't recommend anybody play the game like that. But I certainly don't recommend. It was it. yeah. I, I went. I did go back once I found out I missed the entire intro. I did go back and play it yesterday or the day before, and it was actually really good. I really liked it. You sound surprised. <laughs> like, wow, who would have known the intro to the game was actually good? I thought it was going to be garbage. Yeah it, yeah, it really helped me. I'm like, okay, this makes a lot more sense how they got here, why they left Empire City, a really cool moment where you fight the beast. I'm like, all right, this, damn it, I wish I would have played this <laughs> at first. <sighs> but now <laughs> you yeah, have I an still... interesting story. <laughs> mm-hmm. I do, and I, and I had fun. I think that's it. I mean, again, you can play this game without knowing shit and still enjoy the game for the most part. So. You can just start the game at the final, you know, question, <laughs> like the final morality question. That, that should just be the start of the game and go from there. Oh, yeah. So I should ask for both of you, when's the last time you guys played Infamous 2? Like, Barry, when's the last time you touched this game? Oh, uh, when it came out. <laughs> that was like, like when it, I mean, when it came out, it was one of those things where I hadn't played Infamous 1 yet because I didn't own a PS3 until... I think 2009 is when I got my PS3. It was the last system I didn't get like at launch. And no compelling games for me. So I was waiting. And I remember when Prototype came out and this game and Infamous came out. And they were kind of like, you know, almost like sister games. Like they were very similar. And I was like, well, I have a 360. Maybe I should play Prototype. I never wound up doing that. But when Infamous 2 was coming out, I'm like, all right, now's the time to play Infamous and Infamous 2. I'll play them back to back. And so I, I did get to play it around, to, you know, 2011 when it came out. And... I fell in love with it. Like I, I love the first one. I love the second one even more. And I think going from one to two uh, helped because I was already like emotionally attached to the characters. I didn't have that, you know, years of waiting. Uh, the story was fresh in my mind. But after I beat it, I didn't touch it again because I was waiting for, you know, Infamous 3. And I'm like, oh, I can't wait to, to see where they go. And then, you know, Second Son came out, which I played and I loved. But 
it wasn't <laughs> Infamous 3, and I was really disappointed by what they said the canon ending was, because I really wanted to see the Infamous 3 that was in my head after beating Infamous 2. <laughs> <laughs> I can get that. And a new manual. Uh, I'm pretty sure that same. Uh, I think that I hadn't played it since launch either. Like I, I, unlike Barry, I actually did play the first one. Like I owned the PS3, not not at launch, but very close to it. And you know, Infamous was one of the games that I would. Infamous one, I played. I have played like a bunch of times. Like I, I, I it was one of the only games that I had back then. So I like replayed it over and over. Infamous two, I was very excited to get. And yeah, I bought it, played it, beat it, platinum it, and <laughs> didn't go back to it. I was in the, I was actually in the hopes that hey, maybe we can get a a remaster or a, or or something on PS4. And yeah, that would be nice. But, I don't know uh, why we don't have a remaster of this. Like if I PS3, like why lock things in the PS3? Like there's not a whole lot of games I think still locked to the PS3, but there's a decent amount that shouldn't there's be. There's a decent amount of there's games still locked to the to the okay, PS3. I, it's not something I think about a lot, I guess. So you have, you have to realize Sony is kind of crappy when it comes to bringing games over. I mean, they'll remake Last of Us, which doesn't mm-hmm. need a remake, and they're remaking Horizon, which doesn't need a remake. <laughs> no, but it they'll, doesn't. But they'll port... Wait. God of War 3 from the PS3 to the PS4 just as a quick and dirty port without bringing over 1 and 2 and at least making a nice trilogy package, which would have made sense. But no, they'll be as cheap and as easy and they don't really care. And that's why Infamous is stuck there. They, the perfect time to bring Infamous 1, uh, 1 and 2 over would have been at launch with Second Son and just been like, oh, hey, yeah. Second Son is a launch title. Hey, we're going to bring over one and two or right after that. Hey, you played Second Son. Did you miss the first two? You didn't have a PS3. Well, here's your chance. Here's one and two. They could have done things like that, but they didn't. Yeah, I remember when there were before uh, the Insomniac Spider-Man game came out, there were rumors that there there was there was going to be a, an infamous collection coming to PS4, like a, a port or, or remaster or whatever. And that before it was revealed that Insomnia was the one working on Spider-Man, that supposedly Sucker Punch was the one working on that game because it made sense at the time because you know they were they they did they had already done superhero games with the infamous games so it made sense but hey that never came to anything and uh, Sucker Punch has expressed uh, that there is they are not working on any infamous and there is no studio working on any infamous so yeah it's a sad day to be a Cole McGrath fan yeah. It- I mean, I had no, I mean, I played the first one back in the day or not that, but at some point when I got a PS3 and I bought this one in a pawn store, I think, but never got around to it. <laughs> but yeah, so that, I mean, that's my history. I mean, I've been tempted to play this for a while. I think I might even own two copies of this. I might have bought a collection. There was a PS3 collection that had the DLC on it, too, and I might have bought that, but I don't really remember. Yeah, that's the one that I have. I okay. have the the infamous collection with one, two, and it came with the voucher code for Festival of Blood. Yeah, what sucks I, is it's a voucher code, and I hate that. It's not really. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's it's kind of the same thing with like Ratchet and Clank Quest for Booty. That is, although that one did get a physical release on Europe, but not Europe. here in 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 America. And it PS3 is, is not back or region locked. It's our region free. I mean, it's yeah. It, at it's least kind of the same thing with First Light. First yeah. Light got a physical release in oh. Europe. In Europe, but not here. But at least like, the PS4 is region free, so I, I imported the the physical just so I would have it as a physical. Yeah, I've I've thought about getting it. 
Actually. Because I love Infamous, and I'm like, oh, I want to have it, and it sucks that it's a uh, European exclusive, but at least it's in English and playable on your PS4. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's it's again, that's so weird. It's like Sony. Sony does a lot of, this, you know, there's a lot of Sony first party games on the PS4 that only have either European or Asian English releases, and they're their first party IP. Like, you know, Fat Princess has one, uh, Patapon. You know, like, and these are like first party sony owned properties and they just don't even bring them over here physically at all and it's like what Sony's the heck weird i guess this is the only way to <sighs> journey journey came out on ps4 but but we never got the journey collection here physically in america it's locked to ps3 but there is a it is an asian english uh and i believe european as well uh physical for journey yeah you're that's definitely a european journey and you can play it on your ps4 <laughs> but not in america not not in the u.s that is just makes no sense to me yeah okay Oh, and for like, for those that don't know, Infamous is an open world. The idea that you're supposed to be a superhero that's not a Marvel or DC superhero. The idea, I mean, this this is a direct continuation of the first game where Cole got his powers. He did all his shit in Empire City, and then you get chased by a giant monster, and you go to you go to essentially New Orleans, Louisiana, essentially. Hey, uh, Mike. Funny enough, or ironic enough, the there is a there are a set of tie-in comics in between Infamous One and Two, and they were published by DC Comics. So ah, that is kind of cool. It's uh, yeah, I actually have one. Uh, I have the first issue because it came with the Infamous Two Hero Edition, which is the okay. collector's edition. I just, I mean, I do read comics quite often right now. I'm reading. I'm on TMT. I'm on a TMT kick, but I just, I have no interest. I, in I do not. Comics. I I read them when. Back in back when we when the game was coming out, it wasn't it was interesting because this it's kind of the same with Batman with the Arkham games because there were like tie-in comics in I've between Arkham Asylum and Arkham City. They like, covered them, yeah. But unlike that one, this one you don't in the game you don't really get any like meaningful stuff that happens. Like maybe that what was her name Moya from the first game that. She's not here, and it's because something happens in the comics. I don't remember. I didn't. Moya, Moya. I don't even know who Moya is. Uh, the the agent that sent you. Uh, oh yes, that said John was her John yeah. was her husband, but really wasn't. Yeah. Yep, yes. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, I remember nothing from the first game. We played it back in May <laughs> of 2021. It's, I think it's episode 112. If you want to go hear that, go listen to that. But I, I, I remember nothing. that that it's been almost two years. <laughs> Time flies when you're having fun. What the. F- what the hell is time at this point? God I don't damn. remember anything about in this one. But no, so this game, so I kind of came into it and I wasn't like, I was like, okay, you know, and then I just kind of started messing around with it. But it, one thing I do got to say is the missions aren't as, it, you kind of learn like what it did wrong, in, in my opinion, what it did wrong in the first game where you have, you don't have as many missions that just feel like, you know, copycats of the same mission over and over again. They all felt, I mean, there are some, like there's one stalking mission. There's like a couple of go find this picture, but there weren't a ton of those. Like it wasn't nearly as repetitive as the first game. Yeah. yeah and the first game, you definitely felt like they just copy and pasted some, some missions, but in different areas and different enemy types and stuff like that. But yeah, here at least they try to make it a little bit more diverse. Even if some of the core story missions are like, oh, hey, I got a new power. Let me test it out. Oh, mission complete. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't mind. I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> it was a tutorial mission, duh. Yeah, yeah. If even late in the game, like mission number thirty-three or something, <laughs> you're still yeah, doing like do a the... tutorial. Yeah. I also find it interesting that the whole, like, the whole, like, main enemy of this game is just a, you know, conservative rep- asshole. 
conservative like hypocrite is what you're you know yeah. really yeah. way to put it yeah because uh, I think that's kind of I mean that's kind of what they were going for I mean he seemed like he would be someone that would fit in the conservative group the idea of like that's kind of what they were going for so you know he's a he's a southern gentleman that is completely a hypocrite that is just a terrible person too mm-hmm. so I just thought that was hilarious to me like they're going for that stereotype. Hey, 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 Mike, keep keep your politics out of my video games. <laughs> video games are not political. Uh, no, this, this I, I'm, I'm being careful how I word it, but I mean, that's what they were going no. for. They were going for that look. Because he's yeah. like religious too, and mm-hmm. he's using religion as, you know, I mean, in this case, his character is using religion as like a fake thing. Like, oh, this is why you should follow me. Yeah, pretty much so. Like, yeah. uh... <laughs> I really liked it, though. Most, most uh, villains are evil, though, right? <laughs> like a really evil man. Like, yeah, we usually... It's, uh, he was villains. a good villain, though. He was. He, his boss fights were kind of cool, too. They were interesting. Uh, they, they, The first time that I played the game, it did, like, take me aback that there weren't that many actual boss fights. Yeah, like, significant... No, like, like, you know, like, the first game, it was structured in a way that... Okay, we you're in this area of the of the city and it's gated off. And the only way to uh, move forward with the story and with to the next island was to fight this boss at the end of the island. And, it was also you know. structured more like that, where the islands were almost like levels. And while there is different yeah. areas in uh, Infamous 2, it it's not. I feel like the areas are a little more connected than the disconnection of the islands. They don't feel as much like levels, so to speak, mm-hmm. just districts. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that was kind of surprised me. Because, like, you have the, the first part where you're kind of on an... You're not... You know, you have the bridge that's down, and then... But later on, as the game progresses, it really is that, you know, the other district is right... It's just on the other side of this place you're already at, once you get to Flooded City, which I did not like the Flooded oh, City. Oh, Flooded first. City was the worst. Uh, yeah, I wonder why. Because you're an electric man that can't swim. <laughs> flooded City was my the least favorite part of the game. And the levels, the the, 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 the missions there were really boring, too. Like Yeah. It was, it was, like, it was so weird because it was, like, the third area you went to. So, like, you have this rise from the opening that you missed mike but rise from that adrenaline <laughs> opening then you have you know your your first two areas that are just building and building then you immediately get thrown into fl- the, the flooded city and it's like every the momentum of the story just like grow, grinds to a halt and you're in a really crappy area and then it, it finishes strong but it was like did we really need it like i understood where they were going with it i understood that the now you have more of a challenge because you're an electric man and everything is flooded but at the same time it was like I feel like they could have cut that entire thing out and the mm-hmm. game would have flowed better, like storyline was. Yeah, I had this I had the same problem back when I played it at launch and I still have the same problem with it, which is that whole area. Like it almost I you know, it almost felt in a way that when you fought Bertrand back when I played it for the first time, I thought that when you fought Bertrand's first first fight, like I almost thought that that was the end. And then oh, I guess that we're just like this is almost like a side adventure, and then Infamous Three. Then we'll actually fight the beast. But no, it's like, oh, the game continues. Okay, sure. <laughs> and yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't like flooded because like it fl- it, it really makes you think Bertrand is going to be the the final boss and the big mm-hmm. bad because the beast is coming, but the beast isn't really even referenced. Other than like you, you I know you talked about in the chat beforehand. Like you get these you get these ads on TV. Like, oh, like the beast and this and that, but he's really not around. No. For most of the I, game until near the end. I have a big problem with that, by the way. <laughs> I have a very big problem with that because they could have... The Beast was supposed to be the focus of this game. Yeah. And, you know, it's... he. You only actually meet him and, and, and learn his true identity and all that stuff. Like, what, two missions? 
before the end and i almost feel like they could have like made this whole so i don't know spoilers i guess that's fine no we can spoil that's fine um, game came out over 10 for, years for for the game so it turns out that john from the first game who we were tracking he got he supposedly died he didn't die he got consumed <laughs> he became mr manhattan basically <laughs> and you know he's the beast and you meet him cole doesn't know that he's the beast in the mission that you meet him when he shows up and i i was like this time around i was like it could have been cool if they would have played maybe played around with the idea that that cole doesn't know like right off the bat or, or anything like maybe do a couple missions of him showing you what is happening and and you know like even if he would be like suspicious of like wait a minute, I saw him die or something like that, but not re- not make him reveal himself as the beast immediately. Maybe could have had... Actually, you know what? We could have done with having John take the place of Nyx in, as the oh. as the evil... Ah, that would have been cool. Like have then this you wouldn't guy have that... your sexy evil lady and sexy good lady <sighs> to help you consider if you're going to be good or evil. God, I was... I, yeah. I, that's what they were going for, so... That's what they were going, <laughs> yep. Well, yeah, see, cool. now... I, I like your idea about the beast thing. Now, for me, I loved the concept of the beast. I love mm-hmm. this this giant thing, you know, takes you out in the beginning, despite however powerful you feel you are, beats the shit out of you. And then I love the looming danger of, like, when you pause and you see where the beast yeah. is coming towards you. And I like when he's getting close, you could see him over the horizon fighting the military and stuff. I love that. What I didn't love is the fact that everybody that lives there in the town doesn't feel like there's a danger. Like there's a political thing going on with Bertrand and all this other stuff. Like, I'm sorry if I knew, you know, Dr. Manhattan was heading towards my area, I would be getting the hell out of there. Like I wouldn't be living life day to day like, oh, maybe they'll stop him in Virginia. Like, no, I'm going to get out of its path or at least packed up and watching its path. And once I realized it was coming towards me, panicking. But everyone's going day to day like like it's a normal city, like that, like there's nothing happening. You know, I'm so, in reality, if that was really happening, if New York was destroyed by a giant Dr. Manhattan and he was heading down, you know, the East Coast towards New Orleans, like everybody on the East Coast would be getting the hell out of there. Everybody would be flocking west and, yeah. and the military would be called in all over the world's military would be called in over trying to stop this threat. And I felt like he was a threat in the beginning when he needed to, when he destroyed Empire City, and he was a threat at the end when he needed to. And the whole other time, he was just kind of a, a MacGuffin in the background <laughs> yes. to kind of spook you. But but otherwise, you could have eliminated him, and it was just like any other open-world superhero-style game. <laughs> yeah, you got to remember really... that they treat him like he's some kind of hurricane and not like this big nuclear threat that yeah that they're too busy like, focusing on bertrand and this whole thing because i mean both nix and kuan your two allies that have to do all the good and evil missions in this game i mean they're both affected i mean they're both created because of bertrand essentially bertrand's mm-hmm. the one who's creating the mutants you find out that are also attacking like he's the one that's in charge of the militia that the militia that is like your main enemy for a good chunk of this game like it's weird that there's so much focus on Bertrand and, and not yeah. the Beast. Like, yeah, yeah. And that 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 when you look at it on that through that perspective, it's kind of disappointing considering yeah. all the build up that we had from the first game of oh the Beast discovered or well was it the no, first it game the Beast the Beast came killed Kessler's family Kessler wasn't strong yeah. enough he kept running so his whole idea was I'm gonna jumpstart mm-hmm. myself so I have power sooner so I can then fight better yeah but yeah I don't know it was. 
Like, you know, I, since I did have to wait all those years in between both games, you know, it was always like imagining, oh, what, what this game is going to be and how you're going to face the beast and stuff like that. So I guess at the time I just took it for granted of, of how the game was made. But now looking back at it, it is kind of a little bit disappointing that they didn't go a different route. Like, but not to harp on the game that much, because I do still like this game <laughs> oh, a yeah. lot. But the, I, I do believe that the story this time around is as airtight as the first game. Well, I think that's why the opening was the way it was. For like again, I, I played them back to back, but for those waiting, it was like, oh, finally getting to do the beast, and you do it, and it kicks your ass, and it's kind of like, oh, oh crap, what do I do now? And I mm-hmm. love that. I love that concept, and I love I got to get stronger, and and the build up for the beast was great. I just felt like I was dealing with that internally, and as a person as well as Cole. And the people that around me were were kind of dealing around that, like Zeke, but everybody else was not. I mean, even, there was even <laughs> scenes of like Zeke, Zeke and Cole, you know, on the couch drinking a beer and just kicking their feet up. Like what? I like Dr. that. Man, I like it too. I like yeah, it as I, as, but not when there's Doctor Manhattan coming to kick your ass. Like maybe we should use this time a little more wisely to prepare something. You know, <laughs> no I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, it's I, weird. It, it's like two different tones at times like i understand why they do it because you know they don't want to be completely somber and and all that but yeah i don't know i i don't know how to feel about bertrand like i i like it but at the same time it took away too much from the beast like again the the beast should have been introduced way earlier i Uh, i was expecting also more from the beast than what you get yes oh yeah that's and that is the big problem with this game (laughs) there is just way too little of it you um and to you put a do time get paradox. a little bit more interaction with the evil route, but not it's not significantly much. Okay, oh, I should ask because um, so this game has a lot of different missions where you can choose to be good or evil. There's different things that will come up in this game. Like you can stop muggings to be good. You can to be evil. You can kill musicians that are playing. <laughs> you yes. can kill protesters. Yes. So how did you guys all play? I played good. Because that's just me. For me, I figure I'm a good person in real life. So when I have these choices, I'm going to like be the asshole. Okay. Uh, so when I play, I did the first first game and the second game. I did them both, uh, you know, evil just to see. Kind of like it's it's kind of like when you play Grand Theft Auto for the first time, you know, like, oh, I could put in a tank coat and drive around the city, like blowing shit up. Like, cool. Um, <laughs> you're not really going to do that in reality, but it's like it's fun as a sandbox. So that's hey, what I was. I played it. What? Well, yeah. Uh, I played it more as a sandbox and uh, just had fun. And I wanted to see because especially the the first game, I, I just think we remember like people like throwing things at me on the street and booing <laughs> me. Like I'm like that's really cool. Like they they added that level of immersion. Like I didn't expect that, so I was like I want to see what they do this time. Um, so yeah, I played evil throughout everything, uh, and I and you know second second time through, I went through as good kind of like what i do with like mass effect i, I play my my non-official canon playthrough as evil just to be a jackass and then i go back and play it like all right this is my canon save file trying to transfer over as, as a good person so i really enjoyed the doing the evil route just seeing what you do and, and again that the evil ending is still my canon ending i don't care i wanted <laughs> a three to pick up off that that evil ending i thought that would have been fantastic just to mm-hmm. lead a group of conduits and just you know, going to town and just having fun. And instead they're like, nope, the good ending is the canon. And the little tease we did was just that a tease. Nothing came of it. And uh, yeah, enjoy a new protagonist now. So <laughs> the reason why the good can, the, the good ending is the canon one is because I, 
according to them, every everybody finished the game in the good ending. So hey, I guess that that's the one. I guess that that's the oh, canon one now, which like, sucks because the other one is such a more interesting. Per, you know, uh, yeah. Going, I didn't going look forward. up the evil ending. I just I was going oh. to, but then I didn't. I forgot. So, I just beat this good, and then. But what is the evil ending? It's so good. Like you, you, you siphon with the beast, and you destroy the you know the city. You you become like evil. And you get all the other conduits because you didn't kill them all in the, like you do in the good ending. So you have them all with you and you're like the leader of a team, like leading like the X-Men. And you're on your you know quest to continue and go and just do whatever the hell you want. And, and it's, it's like awesome because like think about that premise, like going to other cities just as like this leader of this power based, huh. you know, team. And like there was so much that could have been done with that. And Cole would obviously would have been alive. <laughs> it could have been interesting if Cole would have been like, you know, I know that this would have been like maybe taking a page from Resistance, but if he would have been like the the big bad of Infamous Tree, yeah, like, you could have like you could have still played as uh, I forget what the hell his name is because I don't, I really oh, didn't care that much for for for, <laughs> for the characters of of Second Son. Yeah, I, I only remember Fetch because she has the better game in First Light. Yeah, that's a, yeah, I played that. That's a good game. But I forget what his name is. Anyways, protagonist <laughs> dude from Second Son would have been interesting to like have it be like the bad ending, and you know him having like an and a morality question of like should I join uh, Cole McGrath and his pack of evildoers or stop him uh, and be that a good guy? Been cool. Like Delson it, was his name, by the way. Delson. Delson. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Like almost imagine like that scenario yeah. of like an X Men situation. Yeah. Like you said of like, oh, Cole McGrath is like Magneto and the brother and the uh, exactly. and you'd have actual boss fight with different. Yeah, powers. yeah, yes. Like that's it, what it, it felt like. It been been amazing. Because this yeah. game didn't have enough. Like I know we kind of mentioned. I mean, you really don't have any boss fights. You just kind of fight the same. You have big monsters that you fight. You have a big ice monster. You have a big parasitic monster that you fight multiple times that will just kind of come in as the game comes on. Like, you have two different Colossus-type creatures, which are annoying as hell to fight, by the way. And then you have the, that, oh, the Ice Militia that I had, we hadn't mentioned yet that you fight, like, in the second it's half of the titans. game and into the third. I don't like them. Yeah, I don't think they were designed to be like... No, yeah. I mean, they were just not fun. I mean, they were not fun to fight at all because they just they ran away too much and it would annoy me. I'm like, get back here and fight. But yeah, that's that's something that they absolutely could have done. I think it would have made a larger impact because, you know, you're thinking about the time period, 2011, this came out. The MCU was still in its infancy, but was ramping up, right? We have yeah, Avengers. Avengers yeah. 2012. 2012, yeah. So we, we really were ramping up. And by the time Second Son came out, you know, here we are. Superheroes are hot. You know, we could do something with the team. We could really, you know, have that kind of. And it could even be like uh, Mega Man style. Where, you know, and then Delson does kind of do that in, in Second Son with the multiple powers. Yeah. But it could have oh been doing, could have yes. done that with all of Cole's team that he puts together. As you take them out one by one, uh, you gain their powers and it could have just been phenomenal. And that's really where I was hoping for something like that, something to build off of that. Cause then when I watched the good ending, you know, I was like, yeah, but it doesn't have the same gusto. Like, I'm sorry. It just, it just kind of feels meh, like in comparison to the other ending. Yeah. And, that's what I wanted. Like the other one, let me hype. The other one had my mind racing. What can Infamous Three been like? The other one was like the good ending was like, well, that's the end of the Infamous series. Like, how how what are they going to do from this? Like, oh, I'm magically back and I'm fighting another politician. Yay! Like, it's not as interesting, and I feel mm -hmm. like they wasted away, and that's why Second Son suffered. 
because I had to do something else because Infamous 2's good ending didn't leave much to go from. <laughs> also, in, in the ending, did he only kill the conduits then in this city? I'm guessing. Uh, well, I'm... Delson wasn't a conduit at the start, right? Still, people still had the gene. It was just only the ones that were activated, I think, would get killed or got killed. Okay. Yeah. Because I wasn't, I mean, I know he cures the plague and does all that kind of stuff, but I was kind of confused what was actually happening. I was like, oh, okay. I think it was only active because if it, if it killed everybody that even had the gene, Delson would have been killed. Like they Okay. Yes. Killed. I was wondering because I'm like, I know Maybe. Delson's a conduit and I know he's in the next game and I know the game takes place after this. So I was confused. Or... Like, how is he alive? Again, maybe it's just what you were saying initially that it's area based because I think that in the in in, in the end cutscene, like they show like they uh, seek saying like, oh, yeah, people who didn't even know that they were conduit, they were dropping dead and like people were like crying and stuff in the, in the end cutscene. So oh. well, then it maybe might have been area based. based. Uh-huh. OK, that, that would make more sense, technically, I mean, because he is just using the little RFI transmitter thing that you were the MacGuffin that you were trying to get all game that essentially he powers it up and then uses it to kill conduits. Yep. Yeah, okay. That would make sense. But still, it's it's just one of those things where, I mean, you're still murdering people either either way. Yeah. You're not you're not ending this game as a good person. No, <laughs> you're, you're just you're still killing innocent people, too. You're just killing people that you're killing. your. Yeah, it doesn't work either way. <laughs> and the beast dies either ending, too. I guess it's more of the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few type of thing yeah. because you're saving mm-hmm. the plague, which the most everyone that's regular has it, and the majority of people aren't mutants. So, so you know, one thing you didn't get because you did the good and you only did the good, you know, is in the in the evil ending when you when you do that, you have to fight Nyx because I like that whole switcheroo where they switch the the evil person oh, yeah, becomes the good and good be mm-hmm. evil. So you have to fight Nyx, but then you also have to fight Zeke, and when you fight oh my Zeke. God. You, they fight oh, each other, and you dude. knock Zeke down, and Zeke's like shooting at you, and you have to slowly hit him with a zap, and he like he mm. like drops, and he comes back a little bit, and it like it pauses, like the game literally will not let you just spam the button. Nope. You have to sit and marinate in the fact that he's pleading for his life and pleading for you to stop this, and you're slowly zapping the life out of him. It is gut wrenching. Yeah, <laughs> they they make you yep. eat that. <laughs> yep, that moment, that moment when I played it for the first time was. Yeah, that was that was the hardest part of being evil because I'm like, really, please don't make me push this button again. But the game makes me push the trigger, and oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I didn't want to kill you, <laughs> even though you were an ass to me in the first game. I still felt he, you read yourself. <laughs> he wasn't an ass in the first game. Wait, he was just, yeah, he, you know, he had he had uh, he had a, a Riku syndrome. Let's call it that. <laughs> <laughs> a Riku syndrome, I like that. But yeah, like see, so, so you didn't play that, so you didn't get that that emotional scene. Uh, and it is like it's it's one thing to watch a YouTube video of it. But it's another thing when you actually control it and you mm-hmm. have to push those buttons. I just even if I wanted to be evil, I don't. I couldn't have been because I just didn't care. Like Nyx, I didn't like Nyx at all in this game. I yeah, didn't like, yeah. didn't like is, her character. Ugh. Yeah, I didn't like her character either. I liked her powers, but I didn't like her. Character. Her powers were cool. I did like when she like puts people like some kind of like oil and you light them on fire. That was cool. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, that's another thing that kind of surprised me with this game. Because as this game progresses, you have the part where, well, near the end, where I guess depending on if you're good or evil depends on who you fight. Like, you go good the whole game, and all of a sudden you got to fight Kuan because she sides with the beast. Yep. I thought that was weird that that's where the game went. I liked that they did that. Like, they showed that it's not just good and evil. Like, people, you know, the world isn't black and white, right? It's gray. Yeah, no, so. it was cool. It was just, it was just weird to me. I was like, I was well, not what, expecting What's this. weird to me is that you even get a choice. I feel like if you're playing the whole good route, you should be locked into the good. And if you play the evil route, you should be locked into the evil. It's yeah. not I mean, like you I'm kind of are, but 
you can change karma if you want to mess around, but yeah, I know. But I, I agree with you. you should, that shouldn't be an option. It shouldn't even be an option. It should just be like, you know what? I'm playing evil. You've made your decision. You're going with it. You own it. Uh, and the same with good. And I think that would make the whole you have to fight the other person that much more gravitas because you don't even have a say in it. Yeah. It's because mm-hmm. if you're good the whole time and you're you're siding with Kua and you're like or Kua and you're like, oh yeah, you know, I I, I really like you. I like you. I, I want to be. Oh, now you're switching to evil. You know what? I can see your point. You now want to survive. You don't want to die. I don't want to die either. So let's let's do the evil route and follow you. I feel if if you didn't get that choice and suddenly now Nick's the person who you didn't like. You're like, I don't like the character. Now suddenly you're siding with Nick's and now Kuo's mad at you. We're like, wait, hold on, hold on, wait. Can we talk about this? And you don't get a choice. Now yep. you're locked in. I think that would have had way more of an impact than the color-coded blue on the left and red <laughs> on the right. Wonder yeah. which one's good and bad. I agree with you completely on that. Yeah. Uh, like I, I feel like it's not perfect. Uh, the game's great, but I feel like there these are like little things looking back on that I feel would have been cooler if it didn't just paint it. And of course, Second Son literally takes that to the next level where everything is blue and red. It's literally this is good, this is bad. What do you want to be? I'm curious about Second Son now. It's it's worth playing. I enjoyed it. I'm I actually own two copies of it on PS4 because I didn't know. Why if I do added. you keep owning two copies of everything, Mike? <laughs> Well, a lot of times it's like 360 PS3 Steam. Well, this is sense. a case of it was a buy buy four get get four games for twenty bucks at GameStop for PS4, and it was like you know get four ten dollar games for twenty bucks. And I'm like, okay, I need a fourth game. And I'm like, do I own Second Son? I can't remember. I don't want any of these other garbage. So I just got Second Son again. But that's when you that's when you get home, you realize you have it. You go back to a GameStop or even a different GameStop with the, that second son and say you bought it. It was a double. Can you trade it out for another ten dollar under game? Nah, you uh, just put it on the shelf and forget about it. Oh, oh man. Well, that's, that's what I do is I re- exchange it for another game. I don't have. <laughs> I, I don't really collect physical anymore. Really? I just I don't even like I just every time I, I walk into a GameStop and they have really good deals. I will buy stuff like I just bought a uh, watchdog Legion for five bucks in the tin case. Will I ever play it? Highly doubt it. But it was, I think maybe oh, it was 10, yeah. no, 10 bucks. It was five or 10, but it was in the, it was in the steel case. I'm like, that's, that's awesome. I got to grab that. So the well, second son is definitely worth playing as his first light, but it's, it's one of those cases where they, they tried. And I think that they were trying to do is I think they were looking at mass effect and trying to mimic mass effect. <laughs> oh boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, good and bad. You don't like mass effect. Oh, I love mass effect. Okay. I just, the last 15 minutes of Mass Effect 3 is what bumps me oh. down over time. Oh, I'm okay. Yeah. RGB. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, they, they I'm completely okay with it, Andy, but that's a different podcast. I've no, you know, I never went back to the Citadel DLC. Like, uh, I, 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 I should, and I know I should, because I, I've heard that it's absolutely great. But that's I heard, too. Th- the thing is, there's so many games, man. There's just so no, many games. I know. Games. That's why I never got around to this game for... God, I've owned this game, I want to say... Well, no, I know I own this game for over 10 years. Easy. And I just finally picked it up, you know, this past week. The only reason why this game's even on the show is because Mike Hughes uh, wanted, he's like, you should put Infamous 2 on the show. I'm like, all right. And that's the only reason why this is even on the show. <laughs> and hey, and who's not here? here? Mike. Because <laughs> <laughs> he hadn't played it in years. He went and played it. He's like, fuck, this is making me motion sickness. So he didn't, he's like, I'm done. I adjusted but, yeah. the, the, like, the camera rotation because I, I do think that it, that it has to do with, like, the motion blur. And there is no option to, to adjust the motion blur or anything like that so not yet this yeah. is too old yeah this is before I they i think is last of us one of the few one of the games where they really start doing that and putting in a lot of more like accessibility things i don't know i don't remember what the first, I, don't I, don't what the first I know like ps4 era 
and onward, you start getting a lot more accessibility options, which I, I like because oh, yeah. it, it's just good to have. Like, if, it, if you can put it in there, especially without much trouble, like you should like give people options. Yeah, those options are good. No, I, I, I can agree with that. I, I get I get more motion sick now, you know, as an adult than I did as a kid. And as I get older, I feel like certain things do trigger that type of dizziness, that vertigo. I mean, also in 11 years, we all have gotten probably bigger TVs. That's yeah, another because thing. Because they're cheap yeah. as fuck now compared to like, because that's one of, that was one of his comments. He has a, he has a brand new big TV. I played this on a 40 inch, I think, but I also wasn't that cl- I was kind of the way my, my, my basement is set up. I wasn't that close to it. Yeah, well, I didn't even factor in the size, but I think he has but... like a 60 or 70 inch TV now. Cause they're, I mean, hell they're dirt cheap. They are. I mean, yep. I used to sell TVs. I used to work electronics like 2009. I'm like fucking a, like, you know, even a freaking. I remember 32 inch was like 400, 300, 400 dollars when I bought it on sale. And now I look at them like, yeah, you can get a 70 inch for 500 or 400 sometimes. Like, TV repair shops used to be a thing. Now it's just cheaper to throw it out and buy a new one. <laughs> yes. True. I still have a, my old broken TV in the garage because I haven't wanted to go pay to get it recycled yet. Exactly. What's funny is <laughs> after doing revisiting Infamous 2 and just having fun with it, I'm like, all right, you know, now what do I, you know, what do I do what, just for my own self? You know, what game do I want to play? And what's funny is I decided to put in a game that is very, 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 very similar to Infamous 2. And I didn't realize it was so similar, despite having, you know, people are saying negative things about it right now because I think yeah. it's based off the demo. But it's. I guess Forspoken. Forspoken, yeah. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm enjoying I, it. I did, I did the. A first strike of Infamous 2, the the week that first spoken came out because it, it the game just reminds me a lot of of uh, Infamous. Like, yeah, <laughs> I thought oh, you did it because of this show. Uh, I, I mean, also because of the show. <laughs> That's I was, what I, I thought. Was, when I was two like, oh, birds with one lightning sap. Yeah. You know? Oh, hey, yeah, I'm yeah, glad. Yeah. Anytime you can take, you know, people can take advantage of, you know, something that they're already doing for me and use it for their own. Like, I'm happy. Like, I'm glad that worked out. Hey, I'm also glad that I got you guys to replay this game after all these years. Yeah. Oh, that was good. But what's funny is I went from one to another, and, and it's it's interesting because, you know, a lot of people are saying, oh, Forspoken, blah, blah, blah. And honestly, I'm having fun with it. It's it, The world is huge. The movement reminds me a lot of coal. I mean, you're not zipping on lines, but you're zipping almost on the ground. And it, huh, and it, it, it has the same, you're starting purple magic as it is, is the same lightning style with <laughs> rocks. But you're, it's, mm-hmm. the same, it's the same mechanic of throwing, like, the, the controls feel exactly the same. It's got RPG element. It's it's. To me, I, I think it's far better than people are, are making it seem. I know some people don't like the dialogue. I love the dialogue, honestly. And I know some people are like, oh, it's cringe. But like they, they make a lot of jokes about like New York. And being that I'm from right, right outside New York, I get it. Like It's more like, all right, maybe if you've never been to this area, you don't understand. But like I get it. <laughs> like It's it's like almost like an inside joke. But yeah, it, and it's very much I'm, parallel. I'll have to try it sometimes. I, I mean, it'll be years before I ever, ever even play it, but I'm curious, though, now. The, the, the demo does not do it justice. The the, the main game okay. is actually way better than the demo. Just okay. Yeah, I, I played the demo, and I wasn't that impressed with it, but I I will eventually play it. I just, you know how, like, in Second Son and and, and uh, even, even in Infamous 2, you get, like, a different set of powers, and you do mm. that, like, Mega Man style in this, too. You start with, like, Purple Magic, and then you beat, like, the first boss, and you get her Red Magic, so now you have Fire... And like each of the bosses gives you a different move set of magic that you learn and different traversal abilities to make things easier. And it very much reminds me of Infamous in that regards. Hmm. Just just think more instead of like a city state, you're a state, you're like in a, a barren wasteland and a desolate area with, you know, like more medieval houses and stuff. But yeah, it's it's Infamous was definitely used in the, the blueprints of building this game. Hmm. OK, and then w- one thing you guys brought up that I want to mention now is you do get different powers in this game. You start off with just electric power, but depending if you go good or evil, you get ice or fire powers. But 
at least for ice, you didn't really get much. You got an ice shield, you got an ice boost, and I think that maybe one other thing I didn't use. I mean, do, do you need anything else, honestly? <laughs> I mean, I wanted to shoot ice beams at people. That could have been cool. But, I mean, I was fighting like ice people, freezing. so I mean, might have not worked. You get the well ice grenade. Their, <laughs> yeah. You know, same power against But them. like a beam that you... Yeah, <laughs> I want an ice beam. With that sound effect. It had to have that exact sound effect. <laughs> yes, it, it needed to have the... <laughs> I don't know, it was just, it was, that was one thing that kind of, that came to my head. I was thinking like, okay, but no, I mean, the, the boost was, was fine. I, I did enjoy the boost once I got the hang of it. I love, I used the ice launch all the time. I, I very Same. rarely used like the lightning hook to, to move around. I, like I got it near the end of the game and I was done. Oh, but I do want to say this open world. So I don't play a lot of open world games for this show because, well, they're open world games. And the show I play Gamer Week, and I don't know what it was. I like, I don't know if I was having fun with this game or I just couldn't stop playing because throughout this game, what I did is I did almost every single side mission. Well, I did every one that popped up. I only missed one side mission that I knew of, which was you had to go and find a box, and I just could not find the box for the life of me. So I said, "Fuck it," and just left. But for the otherwise, other than that, I did as much as I could, and like I don't, I just I had to click all the little boxes off in my head. Like I had to do all these missions, yeah, and I that's an open world. <laughs> that's what i mean i don't normally do that though like normally for this show i can like if i have to be i can be very focused i can just blow through a game get it done in the week and move on but for some reason this game i mean i did get it done in time i mean i beat this game over a week ago from the time we recorded this but i just couldn't stop i was just having i was having fun i think I it's also you I mean, know some side missions were a fucking bitch <laughs> i think yeah. it's that that you know almost a completionist nature inside of all of us yeah. where it's like you see something and it's like, Ooh, you know, squirrel. Uh, yeah, let me, let me go <laughs> get that. Let me go take care of that. Cause I think I, I have the same thing, even in games where I'm like, you know what? I'm done. I'm just going to a to B and on my way to B, I look to the left and I'm like, Oh, well there's something I could do quickly. Oh, and there's something else I could do quickly. And suddenly a to B, which should have been a quick, you know, 10 minute playthrough. It's now two hours and I still haven't gotten to B because I just kept finding <laughs> other things. And it's like, that's open world. That's that's the open world yeah, design. It's just, always do little things. So I'm glad you enjoyed it, though. I think it's been a while too since I played an open world game because I'm just starting now to put some on the show because the average open world game I can play them if I if I can play on my Steam Deck. Well, I'll have no problem doing missions here and there. Like that'll be freaking easy. I'm waiting to pick up my wife, play a mission. I'm waiting for this, play a mission. Like it'll be real easy with that. Just wait till like Tears of the Kingdom comes out and everyone's gonna be lost for 300 hours. <sighs> I that's... still gotta beat Breath of the Wild one. <laughs> Oh my god. We're actually yeah, gonna play I, Breath of the Wild past Yeah, the I need to play Breath of the Wild oh, at some point. So I good. think that the that the difference though there. with the infamous open world and these other examples that we're saying, like Breath of the Wild and stuff like that, is that it does it is a very contained area and it's a very contained story and it's a very small game and like it doesn't overbloat. Like th- that's that's the problem. I I keep getting with a lot of open world games like i really like horizon forbidden west but god damn was it a too big (laughs) like i didn't like and i have other problems with horizon and i'm not not gonna get to it right now because i like the game i just don't think that it's like that great but back in back in these days it seems like these open worlds were oh we could now call them more open areas instead because they aren't that big that huge overbloated with stuff to do like back in my day <laughs> well the other thing with this open world for me that kept me going is when i finish an area by doing a side mission you cut down on the amount of enemies that are in that area so as i'm traversing yeah. through the game there's less enemies that are going to confront me so it made me feel better to want me to do these missions too that was a big part of it oh yeah for sure i wanted to get rid of people so i didn't have to deal with enemies all the time 
because enemies yeah. are annoying. It's funny you mentioned Horizon because the first game I did mostly everything, including the DLC, and I loved it. And the second game, while I did enjoy it, there was a part where I realized I had like two or three missions left of the game and I opened the map and there was still like a third of the map I had never explored. And there was a bunch of other side stuff there. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to come back to this game really after I beat it. So going and doing all that extra stuff is just going to waste time and rather move on to something else. And I just beat the game with missing a third of the map. And I didn't I mean, care. Yeah, like, that, it was too too much. I mean, yeah, that's how I, like with this game, my mindset was I'm going to do as many side missions as I want to in the beginning. And as soon as they open up, I do them before I did a main mission, because I'm like every game I get to a point where I'm going to say, fuck it. I don't care, and then I'm going to go beat the game. So I want to do as many side missions as I can beforehand so I yep. I get more of the game and I'm stronger by the time I finally finish it. It's just like RPG. Mm-hmm. Like when you start an RPG, yeah. and especially when there's enemies out there, you fight every enemy in every room to get as strong yes. as you can. And then yes. after like five hours into it, you just start skipping things. You're like, I'm strong enough. Goodbye. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to deal with you anymore. I'm done. Do I, yeah. Oh, there's a room. There's four enemies here. Like in the beginning, like, yo, four enemies. I think of the experience and the stuff I could get. And by the end of it, it's like four enemies. God, I hope I don't have them attack me. God, I just want to get through this. <laughs> <laughs> and that, I mean, I, I get that way with, with games a lot of time. And I was surprised that, like, this is a game where I didn't, I never got, like, really tired of playing it, which was also strange to me because I just ran out of things to do. I mean, except I could have, I guess, went for the dead drop, which I didn't. So because I skipped the tutorial mission by accident, I didn't know, like, every so often I see a pigeon on the map. I'm like, what the fuck is this? The game never explained to me. <laughs> so I'm like, well, I don't know. <laughs> And I look back and be like, I might have actually went for some of these dead drops had I known what they were. <laughs> That's part of the experience you had. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I still, enjoy, even though the story didn't make a lot of sense, I was really confused and felt like the game was missing something. I still had a decent enough time with the game because of the gameplay. And also, this game, I, it's been a, okay. It's been like you know, almost two years, almost exactly two years since we played Infamous One for the show. Infamous One, you were much more like. You could you could take less hits, right? Like you got killed real easy from what I remember if you didn't cover. Yeah, one was very much a, a cover game. OK, because this game I yeah. didn't cover like I started to cover because I had like the vague memory of I can die if I don't cover. Then I realized I, I won't die as easily. So I didn't cover almost ever. I just stood out and ran and shoot. Yeah, uh, I mean, you do get like a power up later where each shot that you deal to an enemy recuperates like energy and stuff to you. So I don't know. There there were moments where I did die, even on easy, like there, there because of, of things that 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 happened. Like a lot, uh, usually it was because I was, uh, you know, doing the parkour thing in like an area, and there was like water down. So if an enemy <laughs> hit me, I would just like whoop, that drop down to water and just immediately die because it was <laughs> like, yeah, water does kill you pretty good in this game. It definitely does. It was interesting too that they changed how the power worked, like your your normal shot worked, because in the first game it was a little sap. In this one, it's more like electric balls that you're shooting, like electric pellets. But you can't switch. That, that, I I did like that. I did like the ability to be able to like uh, hold down. Was it the left button? I forget. It's been a, over a week since I played the game. Like the left button to like uh, hold it, and then you press whichever attack or whatever to switch between the different loadouts that you had. I really appreciated that. I really like that. It. I don't know what game that would remind me of, though. So this um, this might have been a, a me problem. So I want to ask this might have been my controller. I'm pretty sure 
when I was playing through this game, oftentimes I would open that menu where you can switch powers. Like it would just hit it by accident. And I'm assuming that was my controller just being funky because it's over, you know, 15 years old. Yeah, I didn't really have that problem. Okay, so yeah, yeah I, I was like, dude, it was annoying as hell. And I do have another controller, but I was too lazy to look for it and hook it up. <laughs> I just went with you, what I had. You can Wait. hook up a PS4 or PS5 controller to a PS3, by the way. Oh, okay. I actually have two PS3 controllers. I bought mm. it so I could play Lego games with my wife. I I, I cannot go, but I cannot go back to either the PS4 or PS3 controllers after the PS5 <laughs> after it was since I just mm-mm. it it feels. Very wrong, and it feels very small. So no, but uh, yeah, I I I like the ability to like it, a very much like Ratchet and Clank type of situation where you like <laughs> swap can swap on the fly. I just um, wish you didn't have to pause in between. Like you could just hit a button. Like that's yeah. something. Like now now playing for Spoken, for example, to switch powers, you push left or right on the D pad. So you're in the middle of a fight using your flame sword, and you switch, and now you suddenly you're throwing rocks, and there's no pause. You're just instantaneous back and forth between your your different skill sets mm-hmm. and i like that i like that just uh, the fluid fluidity of it all i feel like especially like with too. especially with some of your traversal abilities in infamous being locked to your powers like firebird that i use because I, I went evil and then the zip line like uh, you know the electric line i swap between the two and it, w- it was more annoying like i'd just rather just have all that available to me at a touch of yeah a button. no i I agree with you. It should have been. They should have found a way to like do one little button press where you just switch easier if you want to, and not locked into it. You got to go into a menu, but maybe they couldn't. I don't know. I like, mean, they they probably just didn't think about it. But you know, I mean, the gameplay the gameplay was pretty good in this game. I mean, you get experience. You you know, do missions. You get to buy new powers and stuff, and upgrade your powers. And you have to do little challenges to get new powers. Sometimes, like you know, shoot a rocket back, which I never did, by the way. I just could never get that move off. I would get hit by the RPG. It was weird because in the first game, it was way easier to pull off sending rockets back with the with the sharp wave uh, thing. Like, I don't know why in this game it was so hard, like to throw back a goddamn missile at someone. But in the first game, you would just like throw them willy nilly back at people when you use the the sharp wave thing. Okay, so I'm glad no, it wasn't just me again. And also because I, I skipped the tutorial when you fight the Ravenger enemies, which you fight a lot in this game. I had to look up online how to kill them because they were just taking, they're like the bigger monster, not the giant ones. Oh. Just the grenade them. I didn't know I yeah. could do grenades. I'm like, well, the game never told me I had Either grenades. Either grenade or le- uh, use levitate, like use telekinesis. Uh, I didn't know you could levitate cars and throw them at people until I watched a speed run after I beat this game a week later. So, yeah. I, I have a problem <laughs> with the, that ability yes. because I really like it because obviously it's telekinesis. Like, come on. But I don't know. It's not utilized to its full extent in this game. Like it feels, it almost feels like an afterthought to me. Is I use it, but again, it takes up that space of the traversal. Yeah, and that's uh, why I didn't. Once I got the ice power, I just used the ice power all the time because I, yeah. I like I traverse a lot. I mean, this game was. I mean, this game also had no fast travel from area to area, but traversing wasn't bad. Like the city d- didn't feel gi- gigant too gigantic where I where I'm like I'm upset that I have to fly around. Yeah, it didn't bother me. So that that was a nice. I was okay with that fact. I wasn't sure if I was going to be okay with it, but I I ended up being like this is fine. Mm-hmm. All right, anything else that we've missed that we should mention? We talked about the mutants, the militia, Icemen. Yeah, we mentioned. I guess we we mentioned Quo, who is your like agent friend. I thought is. she was from the first game. <laughs> no, she no. she just pops up here in this in this game. But like, she's, she's introduced in the beginning that, that Mike missed. I missed completely. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, right. Mike did miss that. 
It, it um, really is. It, again, the game is very weird when you don't see all that stuff. <laughs> and you're I like, mean, what the hell? Of course. I don't recommend that. I do not recommend you do what I did. No, nobody. <laughs> Absolutely nobody. Still can't believe it. I mean, that. That's the first. Out of all the games I played for the show, that's the first time I've ever done that bullshit. But. It will also be the last because you'll make sure you're playing a new game in all exactly. future Exactly. <laughs> we'll go into many. Again, it's one of those things where it's like my game. gaming stuff is very, like, I my, I don't have any of the best memory, but I, I know, like, I know exactly what games I played or what games I ever started up. You know, and I know I've never put this game in the PS3 before. I had forgotten or didn't realize. Well, I, I, had, I had forgotten that my, my son's uncle had played the game and I had and I was under the idea that he would use his profile he had on my PS3, not my profile, but he didn't give a shit. He's like, ah, fuck it, I don't care. I'll just play on his profile. Because <laughs> he was lazy. And this guy was lazy. So <laughs> so I was just like, uh, I was pissed off. Because it occurred to me, at the end, I'm like, that, so that's what happened. <laughs> that's what. That's why I missed this, because he played it, didn't like it, turned it off, but wasn't far enough in the game that I would have realized, like, wait a second. Like, had I had more powers, had there been, you know, stuff on the map already opened up, I would have realized something was up. You're in the middle of a mission. What? What? Why am I starting? In I mean, the something. Of a if he would have like played through farther in the game, where he would have had like maybe some more powers, or if it would have been like the map would have had some side missions done, I would have been like, okay, I get it. Like, yeah, this has already been played. But there was nothing. <laughs> he, he got to the very just... end of the evil playthrough, <laughs> and after making that decision, decided I'm done and never finished it. So you boot up the game and you're playing alongside Mr. Beast destroying the city. Like, wow, this is a change of pace. I didn't expect this to be the opening of the game. <laughs> yeah, I might have picked it up on then. Like, that might have been enough to be like, hmm, wait a second. But no, it was just because he was just right, right when you get Numerai. And the way that this game is like that, you could, if you're apparently don't pay enough attention, you could think, okay, this how, how the game start. Boy, that it feels did not, disconnected. How did I get from Empire City to Numerai? Like, wow, this feels very disjointed. Oh, I well, thought maybe I just forgot something. Coming. You know, I'm glad that you two haven't mentioned the name of the city in like almost an hour because it would have drove me crazy. Numerai. Oh. <laughs> like I let I let it slip the first couple times at the start, but I was over here like, please don't say it again. Please don't. Oh, say but it also again. to bring up what Emmanuel had said, like you or no barriers that are I think where the people aren't up. Aren't, aren't that worried, yeah. but you think, okay, maybe they're, they, they don't know about it because the militia won't let anybody leave. The militia is sitting on lockdown, but at the same time, you have TV recordings you constantly see that are talking, mm-hmm. oh, the, the beast is traveling. Wouldn't that scare the fuck out of you? Like, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, could look- see if there were no recordings and like only you guys were getting like something, you know, a pirated broadcast or something. So you guys know, but like at the first game, the first game, yeah. there was the like, there was these snippets of like news, but mostly there was like, that one uh, conspiracy guy that was like uh, yeah, and doing I, his pirate radio thing. And I get if somebody didn't believe that, but it, it's freaking like, you know, CNN news telling you, yes, the East Coast is getting destroyed by a monster. Uh, like, fake news, yeah. fake news. Yeah. You know, I, <laughs> I mean, completely believe that now that people would think that. So I mean, mm-hmm. you, look at, you look at something like the movie Cloverfield, if you've ever seen that, Good movie. where you, yeah, I love it. But you see, like, everyone in New York is like panicking. They're all running because of what's really happening. And the rest of the world is watching and the rest of the world is reacting. I think that's how it would be. Now, I don't think people would be instantly panicked in the street. Like, if something were happening in New Orleans, let's say, for example, like, well, obviously, like when Hurricane Katrina came in, we weren't like, oh my God, let's pack up, let's go. Like, we're more watching it. But if it was, you know, something like this and it was heading straight towards wherever you are located and you knew it like that you once you realized its path you're like oh i'm gonna be in its path you would get out of dodge and i and that's just reality or or you won't maybe you'll be one of those people like in florida that'll be like oh hurricane that's no big deal category 18 hurricane like i could stand it oh, well, uh, 
Now I've got <laughs> impaled by a tree. Oh, well, uh, I guess that was on me. You, you, you really have to wonder. And again, there will be people who will stay behind, but the mass amount of people will panic. And once one, all it takes is one person to panic to create panic with everybody else because humans are copycats. Mm-hmm. All, you know, go into a mall right now and like, you know, with a bunch of people and just go, you know, like run for your life and just start running. People will be like, huh? And you're going to see people start running. And once the second person starts running, the third will and the fourth and the fifth. And suddenly you just created mass panic. And you'll be running to you from the cops. Oh yeah, well, yeah. Obviously, you would get arrested for creating mass panic, <laughs> but that that would this should be a mass panic situation. Even if you can't get out, even if they're locked in, you would have people like fighting, like let us out, let us out, like trying to push past barricades or whatever. Mm-hmm. Because your choice is either to die by the beast, die by the militia, or get through. So you have a one third chance of surviving, but if you stay and do nothing, you're guaranteed dead. You might as well roll the dice and take your shot. You know, and I also like completely can believe that there's a giant plague happening everywhere yeah. and no one's doing anything about it. I completely believe that now. No one's wearing masks either. Yeah, completely. Be- hey, you know what? It's funny. Maybe in 2011, I would have questioned that. Like, wouldn't people be paying? And I'm like, no. After 2020, I'm like, yeah, you know what? Completely mm-hmm. believable. Nobody would give a shit and nobody would. Do- <laughs> like, there'd be a certain people that do stuff and a lot of people are like, nope, I'm doing nothing. People, there were people in the first game, though, that did wear, were, were wearing like masks. Makes sense. There's a freaking plague going around. I mean, it's yeah. I think it's genetic or like blood really. I don't I don't think it's air, but you don't know. I mean, you know, it doesn't hurt. More, but yeah, no, it just after everything with COVID, I'm like, yeah, people would not like I will never. You know, I have actually never used that phrase, you know, avoid it like the plague. I don't use that <laughs> phrase anymore for some reason. Yeah, I don't think anyone ever does. Like, yeah, yeah, we won't avoid it. <laughs> we just would go accept it. I've had COVID five times now. Like, OK, like, <laughs> you definitely have not avoided it. I think I had it once. I think, and it was. I said I tested negative when I. I think, but I was fucking sick. I had it so once. I. I. I don't. It. It I have fun. not like gotten any positives or anything, but I have like sometimes felt like yeah, this kind of feels abnormal. What I'm feeling right now. Yeah, no, it was it was bad. I remember I was at work still, and I was just because I kept testing negative, so I'm like, okay, I'll go to work. But they're like, you need to go home. I'm like, I just couldn't. I was just sitting in my office, just 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 feeling like shit. Well, you could have something else besides it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there are other diseases. If you feel sick, you should be at home, period. I had I mean, no that time, just... so. And I was in my, I just hid in my office instead. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> they sent me home one day. I go home. I'm like, all right, will you pay me? I'll go home. Will you pay me? <laughs> now I work from um, home, so it wouldn't be a matter. But, yes. But going back to the news reports, I did mention in chat when we were going through it that I really liked that, uh, the whole portraying it as an actual, like, real event and stuff like that with the actual live action news reports and you know using these this footage from other stuff that has happened in the world and, and things like that but still it was pretty cool i liked it from the first game i liked it probably more so here i, I did too because i it, agree it really added to the tension of the beast coming and like i yeah, was it has, it has oh and at world. one point we got to say you shoot a freaking nuclear nuclear missile at the beast <laughs> Yes, you do. Okay, so uh, how did Zeke get his hands on that? Like, I know that he was undercover as militia, but did nobody else in the camp notice? I mean, I'm thinking all the chaos of what you're doing, of killing every... uh, You're killing the militia, like, constantly throughout this game. Yeah. So my guess is, uh, you know, my guess is that just, you know, I mean, Bertrand's kind of missing at that point, too. Also, hey, it's funny, by the way, that at the end, after you kill... Bertrand, and you're doing the like the good the good ending. The militia dudes are like, yeah, go get him, demon. Like they they're actually like 
encouraging you and rooting for you to go kill the bees. And I'm like, you goddamn hypocrite son of a bitch. As I said at the top of the episode. Mm. Yeah. Bertrand is a huge, I mean, that, I mean, that's what they were going for that stereotype of a hypocrite. Like it, mm-hmm. it, it is like, it's a very, it, it fits. You have, you have people everywhere, but you had, you know, it fits like that. That's what they were going for. That guy's like, Oh, like, Oh God is with us. God is, these people are outcasts and freaks. I'm one of them, but you don't need to know that. God, God <laughs> chose me. Like, yeah, no, God didn't choose you. <laughs> yeah. Wherever God there is, he didn't choose you. You chose yourself, asshole. Like that's just, and I liked it. I, I really like Bertrand a lot. Yeah, I could say more. I mean, I liked him as a villain. I didn't like. I didn't agree with anything, but I like the fact that you're trying to kill him because he was someone I wanted to kill. He was. A, he was someone like I need to stop this guy. And Which is, you know, it's the 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 markings yeah. of a good villain, the ones that you really hate because of you know. Yeah, because they're belie- I mean, you know, everything with him, like you know, in the militia, they were a good enemy. I enjoyed fighting the militia in this game. Like, I'm like, okay, I'll take these fuckers down. And they weren't, they weren't, cha- they weren't that hard. I mean, they could kill you, but they weren't that bad. Like the ice men that just jumped mm-hmm. around everywhere and, anno- and annoyed the hell out of me. Or the stupid bloater enemy things that the ones that had like the green head that all oh, that blow up. Yeah, <sighs> I hated those. The mutants were they're not a lot. I mean, I guess one the one of my complaints throughout this game was that it didn't have three factions, but I guess the mutants count as a faction essentially. But I like I wanted like three mm-hmm. distinct. Faction yeah, like, like you have in like, like in the first game. Yeah, it, it's weird. It, it's it's like I don't know. It, it, I don't know. It was it was definitely like weird as shit to like. I mean, it makes sense to have these types of enemies. But also we were going from like actual like humans that had powers to like these demon looking beasts that technically were human, but they are just like super deformed, like creatures from dead space or something like that now. <laughs> yeah. Like, like these, the, 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 the those, uh, I forget what the, what do they call them? Are, are they demons or something? I don't remember. For what? In the first game? No, no, no. In this game, the, I don't remember what they were called. Yeah. Because it's the Icemen, the militia, and then there's them. I think. Mutants, yeah. I think. Like the, those, those enemy designs are very, like I've never played Dead Space, but that's what they, they just, because Dead Space remake just recently came out too. Like they just reminded me a lot of. Of like dead space enemies for some reason, like they look like that. Like uh, yeah, I don't know. It it was weird to go from like uh normal humans with guns and shit to superhumans, and then these freaks, these freak freaky dingy things <laughs> that are I don't know. It was weird. Like it, especially it was. compared especially to when the you first game, find out that Bertrand's just making them all. Mm-hmm. Like you find out like a couple quick things I want to say that we haven't talked. Like Kuan's whole you know way she gets her powers oh. was. Or cool, whatever her name is. She's locked up and then Bertrand experimented on her and then turned all these people into ice people that get locked in cells. You have Nyx who got her powers because Bertrand essentially used the same type of like bomb that made Cole get his powers, but he surrounded a bunch of people around and she was on the outskirts and then he just blew all these people up to get it and got powers. Yeah. Like it's just like it's dark. It was cool, but dark as fuck. Like, okay, like this guy is just I was surprised. I didn't think he was going to be a villain throughout the entire game. I, at first, I thought he's going to be the first district villain, but then he becomes like mm-hmm. the big bad for so much. Yeah, I'm surprised. What I want to add with that, I think it's I'm trying to think anything else I want to say. There's a couple things I, I think are in my head that I want to say. Oh, one like because I didn't know why you were collecting blast shards everywhere. I was really confused. Like, why are there blast shards in this city? There was no bomb that went off because I missed the intro. <laughs> <laughs> so you're collecting. I mean, I collected tons of them, of course, because well, I mean, it was good. I mean, they help. I didn't get. I didn't get the. Are they are they random or there's a set amount of it in this game? The blast. Uh, 
I'm pretty sure that it's a set amount. Okay, so like, like I first game. God, I can't imagine going for the platinum trophy for that. Ah, uh, it's it. It wasn't that bad. I I, I think you get a power that shows you what you're missing, right, or something later on. No, the power is that it it you know in the radar it shows you like you, you know when you did the the radar oh, if thing. you're near one or not. Yeah, it shows it on the edge of the map, so it would like you would always like know where there is one technically. Oh, okay, so okay, that wouldn't be as bad then, I guess, to try to go through and get them. Yeah, it, it's it's way easier than in the first game. Okay, I I won't go for any platinum trophies or any like I went through my my phase of achievements, but like I I I when it comes to collectible stuff like that, that's the end. I I will not go for stuff like that. I can't. Uh, <laughs> I cannot about, go for. The thing about this game is that it has like multiplayer trophies the servers are still what? up so you there's can multiplayer get for this game there's not multiplayer there's U- ugc which is the user generated content which is it, it was to create like your own missions and have other people play them and stuff like that but there's not actual multiplayer okay. it would have been dope I never did that <laughs> would have been dope to have like a like this, this could have been you know i know that they shut down that game recently but or not recently like it a year ago and it i don't think that nobody really actually remembers it but Spellbreak would have been a like if they would have done like a multiplayer it would have probably been like something like that i don't know okay i, I didn't even know they had that user generate that's cool i mean i would never have played it even back then because i just wasn't that wasn't me but that's cool that I, that they were trying something different i was gonna say like if that fucking like multiplayer deathmatch that's just ridiculous no that would have been incredible uh no this was more like you know because little big planet was such a big thing back in the day Oh and yeah, were like never played that. I've tried playing it. It's it doesn't interest me. I own it. I own yeah, both it, of them. I think it doesn't interest me game. either. I I played Sackboy and Platinum. I've been reluctantly, but <laughs> I, I I really wanted to like Sackboy. I just couldn't. Sackboy's okay-ish. It's not bad, but hey, at least at least now I can say I played another PS3 exclusive that's been on my list for Woo-hoo. years. Yeah, <laughs> uh, now if only we could get to the to. Ratchet and clank up your arsenal so that then we can do deadlocked so that then we can do the future games. Well, they're still deadlocked. Yeah. Dead deadlock. I, I just. What about I size? Matters? I have no size matters. Yeah. No, no I have <laughs> only done the first two ratchet clanks. And I'm like, yeah. And that was back when Mike picked them, put them on the show. Well, and I just I don't know. I really don't forget have secret agent clank, too. Oh, uh, I have little interest <laughs> in that in ratchet and clank series. It doesn't do great for the show and I have to play them. So. The both when you have both of those things, I don't want to play something. So, <laughs> or any last things to say about Infamous before we go on to questions, comments, memories? I got a few, not a ton, but I got a few. Oh. I'm just gonna say, I think it still holds up, which is you know always a good thing. You know, yeah. it sucks when there's a game you remember being great and you go back to it and you're like, oh, this doesn't hold up anymore. Uh, even without some of the accessibility options, uh, it still is a great story, great, great gameplay, a lot of fun. If you've never played it before, I do recommend playing the first game first because they they do tie in storyline wise. But if you're unsure about whether you want to go back and get a PS3 or because it's locked, but you you like the concept of Infamous, give Second Son a try because it's you know pretty much completely different. You don't need to play the first two games to enjoy Second Son. And then if you like that, then you go backwards. Okay, I'm Second Son will probably be on the show next year. I think it's I think it's time I do Second Son. I, do Second Sun slash First Light and do them both in the same episode. I would do a mini on First Light just because, and then gotta get more content out. First, yeah, I don't know. First Light isn't well. I play longer Light. than Festival of Blood. I play Festival of Blood also, which will be doing. I'm gonna. 
I'm going to say it on here now, so I'm forced to do it. I'm doing. I'm going to. If everything goes right, my plan to do it this year in Spooktober as a mini. Yeah, for Festival of Love is like very short. Uh, I, I beat it once. So first light's longer. So I first light was good. First light's really good. I and it's because it's the best powers in Second Sun. <laughs> I I've never played Second Sun. I just played first I li- light. I, it was I short. like Second Sun, but I it's it's such a step down from Infamous One and Two for me. I know Mike loves Second Sun. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I I'm curious because it's again. I, I bought it early on because of PS4 exclusive, and I have yet to play it, so I'm trying to fix that. Man, I mean, the series ain't that long. Might as well finish off the series. Yeah. Three games and two minis, essentially. Okay, and then we'll go to questions first group uh, from the Giant Bomb group. I got one from Sahir Merchant. I binged it over a weekend. I can't play like that anymore, but really fond memories of this one. The evil ending fucked me up. And he had the platinum trophy, too. <laughs> he posted a picture of And from the official Laser Time community, I got a few. From John Silverman, this series and prototype represented this trend of open-world superhero games, and I wish they kept those up. I have some slim hope for that new Square Enix game everyone was trashing because it seemed like a similar gameplay to Infamous. (laughs) Yes, it is. (laughs) I thought that was funny. From Chris Lichos, great game. The first had a more comic book vibe to me, but the second improved on so much in terms of gameplay. PS3 games were fantastic, but I always felt like Second Son was a step down. Still waiting for a 1 and 2 remaster bundle. Yeah, same. Yep, I am now, especially now that I know it's not really playable on PS4 that well because of the way it plays, I guess it's you can try. But that's just I mean, I also tried to emulate this first, too, and my P my PC did not. It's no infamous Two is like one of the more notorious games to emulate. Like I I played the whole thing emulated, by the way, and I had like a lot of crashes. Like I didn't mention it uh, back in the chat after the, the first crash, but I had a couple more after that like it is very rough to, to i saw too like when i looked up on the communities like you know for stuff for ps for emulation they're like yeah this game is really hard to emulate because it's just so demanding on the ps3 i mean and also like metal gear solid 4 is another game that is super demanding to emulate too though both ratchet and clank future games are also like very bad too like they work but i i there are a lot of i i tried emulating tools of destruction you know, testing it out and stuff like that, and it constantly crashes a lot, like a lot of times. And it's like, mm. yeah, there's something I, about the PS3, you know, why we don't get <laughs> like ports and shit, and it's because of the stupid architecture. But of I the did PS3 find now. out you can emulate Demon Souls on a Steam Deck. So at some point, I'm going to emulate Demon Souls. I really want to play it, and I want to mm. cheat like a bastard. So it's going to happen. You could play the PS5 remake, but I can't cheat on that. Nor do I have a PS5. <laughs> <laughs> Nor do I want to. I don't actually. I actually don't even care about a PS5. To be honest, like if I buy any other system, I want to buy a better PC. Yeah, to be honest, I, I have wish, little I, to, I, to no I interest. That, I wish that they would like put a lot of more games on on PC from the P, from the PlayStation catalog. I know, get but, to a point. but the pro, the problem is that we're not getting like the Ratchet and Clanks or the Sly Fine, Coopers I mean, stuff that like series? that. <laughs> I really want to smack you if I. Hey, what about Sly Five? You're going to get Sly Five on PS Five? Sly is dead. <laughs> it wasn't Sly. Actually, yeah, Sly Sucker Punch also. Yeah, no, we're not getting it. Yeah, I don't know. I'll, I, at some point, I'll buy a PS Five probably. I but I have no interest right now. What in it? I'm just not interested. I mean, I've been enjoying mine. There, I don't know what to tell you, man. Like, there's some games, but there's but you can also get them elsewhere. Like, there's not really Final Fantasy 16 is coming. Yep. Yeah, I, I used to care a lot about Final Fantasy, but I I don't like playing on PC. 
Like, other than Final I, Fantasy 14, that's it. Otherwise, I play everything console. Yeah, I, 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 like I'm, I'm the same. All right, so. I got a, a couple more to read from this group. Michael Irving, I loved Infamous 1 and 2. A friend and I would always choose the opposite side when we played it together. He was usually good, and I was usually evil. We more or less played them at the same time and usually stop around the same time, too. He ended up getting bored of Infamous 2, and I ended up beating it for him. I may have also collected all the Charger Bowl playthroughs. I was really happy that finding them was less difficult. And mm-hmm. last one from this group, Tom Pollock. I still have my messenger bag from the Deluxe, edi- uh, the Deluxe Edition. The statue broke years ago, but it was a need at the time. Oh, damn. I I have the statue, like, behind me. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can see it. Yes. <laughs> We're not on video, by the way. <laughs> just little... imagine it. Uh... Imagining it behind you. Or just watch a stream, you might see it. I'm assuming it's on the YouTube videos, right? No, because I it where I have it, it's like two two above me, so oh, so it's not visible. Yeah, I I just don't do I I should do camera one day, but that's not what I think. All right, and from the last group, I'm gonna read. I watched the entire Overblood Super replay from Wesley Nice Wainer. I have, I personally love Infamous Two. The story was engaging, never felt dry. The good and evil choices make each playthrough feel different, and the multiple endings make it worth playing more than once. And from Isaiah Bailey, this game is a very messy story and drops the ball hard with the amazing setup of the beast from the first game. Like, it's not good at all. Only part I really like with the twist at the end where the good lady aligns with the evil route and the bad lady aligns with the good route. Gameplay, though, is a, is a definite improvement. The ice fire abilities were a great addition. From Jeff Titchell, I loved it. Numerous was a fun setting. The super abilities like the storm were fun and I enjoyed playing through it twice. But to some of the critical points, yeah, it was kind of the same. and The beast was a little underwhelming. But honestly, it did exactly what I wanted. Cold kicking ass, fun abilities, and Flood Tom was the first time I felt like a character seemed deep. Having these people been through enough, I enjoyed enough to buy the DLC, which was meh. <laughs> I'm guessing that they're talking about Festival Blood. Yeah, oh, I should read the other part what he said. He also put, okay, but leeching all those people at a concert to get the trophy for taking 100 lives or whatever was shuckle-worthy. The game was meant to be played for another hour or two, and I just ran with the vampire thing, thinking it might have been a 30-minute DLC. Okay. I, I don't remember the DLC at all. I just know I played it once. I rem- I played it once, like years after. I remember that you're a vampire. That's yeah, about it. It's installed on my PS3 still, on because per- I've been waiting. Because we were supposed to put it on the show uh, last year, I think, or it might even be 2021. It was supposed to be on the show actually, but then it didn't happen. So yeah, <laughs> it's been it's been on my on my PS3 for a while. All right, I got a couple more from Autumn Seaver. I didn't like it as much as the first. Not sure why, but something didn't jive with me the same way. That said, it was still great, except Cole's redesign. That just seemed like a dumb move, and I'm glad they backpedaled at least slightly from the GI cover version. Oh, yeah. We did not talk about that. I don't remember this. We did not talk about that. No, we should. So they what they did for what they wanted to do for the sequel was to give him they they changed his design like radically like it almost didn't look like the same person like it wasn't just like oh they added a, a set of hair to Cole no he just looked different like he looked more like Nathan Drake than than Cole for the sequel so I forgot this like I just looked up yeah so if anyone is. if you're curious if you're listening to this pull out your phone yeah. and Google he does look way different he yep. looks so different but then they got backlash and you know people complaining and, and stuff like that about it. And, you know, they went back then to the original side. It was, makes more sense. I mean, why would you change completely? You see, I didn't care because at the time that they would have done this, I hadn't even played Infamous 1. I didn't even have a PS3. I don't think I even had a PS3 right away. I, I got a PS3 randomly off a guy, but I don't remember. I don't know if I had it. I definitely didn't have it when Infamous 1 was out. So, but yes, yeah, so I just didn't give a shit. But OK, I was yeah, I completely forgot about that. So that's cool. Somebody brought that up so we can mention that real fast. Yeah, I, 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 I had no problem with this design in this. It was fine. But I may have had a problem with the old one. <laughs> I mean, 
it's, it's to me it's the same problem that I have with the Spider-Man change. No, that bothered me. When I played Miles Morales uh, earlier this year, that bothered me. Mm-hmm. I don't like him. Just, he, he looks too young. I don't know why they 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 mess with perfection, but okay. So let me see. That that didn't bother me because I didn't play the original Spider-Man, so I played remastered oh, as the man. first one. And then when I look back now, it's like then the original one looks weird to me because I'm used to the new one. So <laughs> yeah, and, and I and we're the opposite because we played the original one, and I don't know. I just I to me that that original Spider-Man was basically my definitive Spider-Man. Honestly, like I. He was like an amalgamation of all three of like Toby, of, of Andrew and, and Tom. And I just really loved that design. And then they made him babyface Parker. Babyface Parker. <laughs> now he looks younger than Miles. And that, that is the problem. That, that yeah, I, the- I, it's supposed to be like, more like what Tom Holland, right? Yeah, I think I didn't care for it. It, it bothered me, too. OK, I got just a couple more to read from Carl. Carl James Klein. This may be the first game that I did a black hat playthrough in. My first playthrough was a light side. It was satisfying enough, but the dark playthrough really choked me up. The fact you have to take down your best friend of two games, Zeke, was an absolute gut punch. I still remember it. There's some device that can take down the big monster, and Cole is there to destroy it, and Zeke, in all his powerlessness, says, I have to try, knowing he's fighting a losing battle. I did not expect something so heavy from an action game. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And from Matt Eisenhower, I loved it. It was like they took all the good from Infamous 1 and really perfected it. The traversal options were always good, and you could easily zip across the city without losing speed or momentum. I loved using the ice launch to fling myself up, glide a little, and then land on a wire so I could speed down the street. I never used the hook, by the way, when I played. I just didn't care for it. Oh, that's another thing we hadn't mentioned that just reminded me. So an infamous one was it was a lot harder to climb, right? From I don't remember. Yes, it was. Okay, yeah, easier this time. It was like a super fucking easy this game. They also added like the the electricity sippy do lines to like (laughs) sip you up. uh, Oh yeah, okay. I knew those were probably new, but yeah. Okay, I cause I re- I feel like I remember when we played Infamous One, like climbing was a bitch sometimes to get up stuff. You really had to look around and find hooks and find a spot to jump. And mm-hmm. okay, because this game was just hit X repeatedly and you'll just climb right up. Yep. Okay. You know, I've I also never it. played Prototype One or Two. Either. I've never played them either. I haven't either. Okay. I was it's gonna like, ask you guys if they were <laughs> much like it. it, it but that it's that it's well. that whole thing of like you either play Infamous or you either play Prototype. There's no in between. I <laughs> own. I own a multiple version of the prototype, but I, I wanted to play it. it. It looks good, but I just never played it. Yeah, I had prototype two and never played it. So I have multiple copies of prototype one and two. So why what do you own? <laughs> you know what? Again, I, I collected 360. I collected PS3. <laughs> I would read oh, behind games. See, see, that's fine though. If you have a 360 and a PS3 version, I have that too. I've got in that regards. I've got multiple. Yeah, but and then have, I like, also have the PC multiple. version that I bought on Steam too. At least they're that, different consoles. That, that's that's stuff I understand. It's when you have yeah, like, no, multiple copies of the same I game on the same system. Like, multiple what? copies of Prototype 1, but that's because Prototype 2, the the version I bought came with Prototype 1 for the mm. same price. Like five yeah. bucks on clearance at Walmart. So that's why I have I have multiple. But no, I usually don't try to buy multiple copies of the same game on the same system. I buy them on different systems, different consoles. Yeah, because at I the did. time, my, my 360 wasn't, all my 360 games were in a bin in storage. And I would buy stuff on PS3 going, okay, I'm going to play this because it's access. I can, if I can get it for cheap, and then I would play it, then put it in the bin in storage. And then I just didn't. That didn't happen. I just stopped. I just, I never, I can never keep up with myself. All right, last comment from Brian. I have lots of thoughts on this game. While I really love the game, I hate that the, the black character is the one associated with evil choices and the Asian one associated with good choices. I feel like it plays in the stereotypes. The game plays better than its predecessor, in my opinion. I absolutely loved how you could combine your powers with Nick's or cool. 
the game story didn't really hit for me the same way the first game did, but I think that it had more fun with this one because of how it played. Also, the twist of Bertrand having a race here and being a conduit was an amazing plot point. See, yeah, that, he's, he's not wrong. That whole thing with the good and evil characters, I feel like that's a lose-lose situation, and I feel people are yeah. making it into something that it's really not. Like I didn't notice yeah. that personally, but if they were but... both, if they were both white, it would say, "Oh, well, both white, so what? No, no diversity." Oh, but you made the black one bad and the, and the Asian mm-hmm. one good. Mm-hmm. But then again, remember they swap at the end, which actually shows that it, you know, everybody could be both things, which is exactly. true. Everyone can be both things. I think if you're if you're looking at it that way, you're already skewed, and you're looking for problems that don't actually exist, and you're yeah. making problems, you know, and and that's a problem because it's like, oh, well, you killed the black guy on the street, well, therefore you're a racist. But I killed the five thousand billion white people, Asian people, and and Hispanics, and that's okay. Like like that's gonna happen in a game like this. You, yeah, you can't you're just kill everybody. You can't. Yeah, you can't pick and choose. So the fact that they made a main character black and a main character Asian, and a main character white. It's like, hey, they're, they're trying to diversify, which is cool. Don't look at good and evil, because even though they were quote-unquote good and evil, they still hung out together. They still interacted with one another. They weren't against each other. They were just they were trying to deal with a real-world situation to them the best way they could. They, none of them were really good, and none of them were really evil. In fact, mm-hmm. the game showed that the world is actually gray in terms exactly. of what you decide. But again, this sounds like this person's honestly just trying to, <laughs> to reach to, for something for that's not to there. reach for. Yeah, trying to reach. That does, okay. does not. Be, at least that's my opinion on it. All right. Well, amen. Amen, brother. Amen. <laughs> All right. Now bring us to our last segment, shelf stacker box. And Emmanuel, why don't you go first? Uh, uh, yeah, I'm debating there. You know, if it were my rating system for movies, it would be like uh, life is good, but it could be better. But you know, there's not, none of that here. But Man, I just I agree with what a lot of people said in the in the questions and, and stuff. This game plays way better than the first game. So technically it's better in the gameplay department. In the story departments where I have my qualms and my problems and stuff. Um, you know, I you know how much I love the first infamous uh, story. Like I loved the, the whole that episode. Uh, the the whole like the future Cole coming back to make the, the present Cole be stronger than him and stuff like that. I really love that story a lot. And this one, there was a lot of potential and there was a lot of expectation and it didn't quite live up to it. What we got was fine. It's just that, like I said, life is good, but it could be better. It <laughs> could have been something more. It, it's good, but it could have been even greater than it already <laughs> was. So, yeah. I, I, mm, uh, uh. <laughs> this one's hard. This was the first game here that I that I'm having like ah what do I give it because I know that maybe I mean I I've only played Infamous Second Son once but going off of that I will see how that changes when we actually play it but for okay. that one I have a feeling that I might stack it and I think that this game is a better than that game I know that <laughs> that Michael is <laughs> Michael Hughes is gonna disagree hard oh, but yes. yeah I I'll I'll I'll, I'll, I'll I'll put it in the shelf reluctantly. Oh, okay. let's say a reluctant. Let's, okay. let's let's say I will put it in the shelf reluctantly. Like I I I have it in the infamous collection, which has infamous one and two. So I'll just pretend that it's just infamous one, and I will put that in the shelf. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, what about you, Barry? I mean, I think this game is is great. It does have its problems, of course. That's what we've talked about this entire episode. But <laughs> it uh, it also has a lot of good. It's not something that I'll probably play again anytime soon, if not ever. 
And that's not a knock at the game. That's just there's so many new games coming out. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I like to play new experiences versus reliving older experiences a lot of the times. That being said, I do think it deserves a spot on the shelf. And it's one of those that I think that, you know, if you're just feeling like almost like that comfort food, like I just want to replay something or have some fun in a game that I, I do enjoy. I think it's a pick up and play, even if you don't want to go through it all, just to, the Grand Theft Auto style of just having mayhem and just running around. And the the, the way movement feels so fluid and so good, it's, it's exhilarating. Like just that's almost like, like almost not therapeutic, but it's, it just, it just works. And I think that that's a reason to revisit. So for me, while I may never play it again, I do think it's worth a playthrough and I would put it shelf. Okay. I'll go last. I'm, because I don't really know how I felt playing this game. Like, I didn't stop playing it, but I don't know if I really enjoyed it. I mean, the story makes a lot more sense once I realized I missed it in part because <laughs> I'm an idiot. But I'm going to put this game in the stack because I, I don't really have an interest to go back. I don't even know how much. I mean, but I, I mean, I did everything. I play. I, I don't know. I'm just going to go in the stack because it's not something I really have any interest in revisiting. And I didn't. I don't even know if I had fun or if I just felt like I had to do stuff to do stuff because I just I don't know. It's a really weird situation with this game. Like, I couldn't tell mm-hmm. if I was actually enjoying myself or I just was getting that dopamine hit from completing missions and I had nothing else. And I, I'm ahead of the schedule, so I was okay with just spending time just doing something in the game. So, yeah, it's going to go in the stack, but I'm glad that... I am glad we did finally play it. I'm glad that it's finally beaten and done on, my, on, on the show. I think that the thing is that, you know, we now have a technically kind of better game to latch onto, superhero game to latch onto in Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Like, okay. I think that that one is more replayable yeah, because um, yeah, we're I mean, going back to newer game than yeah. this because it is more modern. It's more pol like not more polished, but like, you know, more up to the standards of today's uh, landscape and all that. And I do think that, you know, because because how our games are made now, which are a little bit I feel I feel like in the future, you know, it, it'll be like a, a bigger jump of like people if people were to play the infamous games and we're like, why does this play like this and stuff like that? Uh, as compared to Spider-Man, where I think that people would probably still enjoy it in the future because of how it controls smoothly and all of that and how it's been perfected. Like, this well, was a, a good, like, stepping stone so that Spider-Man could. Well, don't worry. If, if Sony has its way, apparently nobody will play this game because they won't record it. <sighs> good God. I, <laughs> I'm just going to say I don't I I love Sony games and stuff, but uh, the companies a like to me, all all three companies. I know that people like like to just rag on one of the three or two of the three. And no, I rag on all of them. They're all like equally as bad in their own in their own ways. Each and every single one of them. Like oh, yeah. that's why you should support indie <laughs> indie games, baby. I completely agree. I'm the least like Nintendo. I think just because of their pricing structure. But yeah, yeah. Okay. Nintendo's very retrograded too. Like with with how they handle you know, backwards compatibility and stuff like that with games. And I don't know. They're really good with backwards compatibility, though. Uh, I don't know. I, they they could have done a virtual console for the Switch. They absolutely could have done a virtual console. And I, I do wish they did. But, you know, I'm sure they have something else planned. <laughs> At least they have the the online apps. Which hey, I have a virtual good. console on my PC. That's good, though. So uh, I will give them that. that their <laughs> consoles are easier to emulate. Than, yes. All right, I think that's, yeah. Oh, and I should say what I'm going to be playing next week. Next week, I'm playing another game from this era. Uh, I'm playing Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, the 2009 version. So you can listen to me talk about that. 
a game I have interesting feelings before. Because so. <laughs> uh, it's Call of Duty. All right, and Emmanuel, where can people find you at? Hey, people can find me a couple times a week over on twitch.tv slash Commander Lionheart, where I do my weekly show, First Strike, the show where I sit down to play the beginning of old-ass video games. This week I am doing, what was it? Mega Man X Command Mission, Brutal Legend, Sunset Overdrive. I don't know. One of them. I'll be doing a couple of them. I'm also still playing through, as of this time of the recording, Resident Evil 4 for the first time because of the remake coming soon. But people can also find me over on uh, YouTube.com slash Commander Lionheart, where we have movie reactions now. We've been doing Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. We got John to watch that for the first time. We did Muppet Treasure Island. We did Treasure Planet. We did Atlantis. We did Harry Potter and his Chamber of Secrets. Uh, there's new oh, movies, good like movies Black Adam, right. uh, Glass Onion, Fast Nine. Uh, <laughs> lots of movies. Lots of movies. Right. Movie reactions. Lord of Rings. Uh, God, you know, lots of movies. I want to cover Lord of the Rings really bad on the show, but that's yeah, this is an undertaking. I'm well, not just, willing to take it. Just prepare for three hour, uh, yeah, I three hour movies, and then six hour discussions about. Yeah, that's hours. why it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> God, uh, those and, are long. <laughs> and Barry, where can people find you at? <laughs> you can find me uh, on Twitter. You can find me at Hawk Hellfire. Uh, you can find me also every other Monday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at Nintendo Fuse Podcast, which uh, you can find at NintendoFuse.com or YouTube.com slash Nintendo Fuse. And you can find us on Twitter at Nintendo Fuse. Uh, and then you could also find me over at Premium Edition Games, where we release high-quality physical releases of digital-only titles. We've got a bunch of games in stock at premiumeditiongames.com, a few more up for pre-order, and we're very close to announcing two new series of titles for both the PlayStation and the Switch coming out soon. There, Look forward to them this spring or even sooner as uh, we wrap up the final bits and bobs for our latest presentations. Uh, you can find us on social media at Premium Edition 1 for Twitter and Premium Edition Games everywhere else. So definitely stay tuned and uh, check out for new releases. All right. And if you enjoyed this episode, you want to hear Infamous 1, episode 112, as I said earlier. Also, you can find everything on Podman. We have over 400 other episodes of this show. So go check out our gigantic catalog. We do comics, movies, TV shows. We do all sorts of content. So you can find everything there. Also, want to give a shout out to my awesome intro and outro courtesy of Helena at Hell Hash Fury. And also want to give a shout out to my buddy Bill Tucker, who did the MC movies with me. Started his own podcast, A Gamer Looks at 40. Definitely go check him out. And if you want to support the show, we do have a Patreon. You can donate $1, and we have polls every month. The current poll this month is Scarlett Johansson movies I have never seen. <laughs> you can vote to see which one I'm, we're going to cover. And those choices are Other Boiling Girl, Under the Skin, The Perfect Score, and Her. I've never seen any of those movies. So right. you get to vote on that. We also have a Discord. You can join our Discord and chat with us. So please go do that. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. I think that's everything I need to say. So we will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Have a good one.